This is Karen Maines, and I am wondering if any of you have an Instagram account. If you do, you are one of a billion monthly users. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And we're going to talk today about Instagram prayers. Welcome to the Before We Go podcast featuring Dr. David Maines and his wife, noted author, Karen Maines. Here's David and Karen Maines. Instagram is an app that can be used to share photos and basically short messages. I don't think people use it to write essays. <laughs> it's more of a, uh, maybe a Facebook way of working. You keep talking. I know nothing about Instagram. <laughs> so as I said before, there are a billion monthly users around the world. And six months after its release on iPhone, Instagram had already earned 5 million users. So it's a very popular app, a communication app that people use today to share, like I said before, photos and little messages and pictures of themselves. Wow. So we're going to talk today about Instagram prayers. I don't think you like that real well, but I think it's current and gets people's attention. What are Instagram prayers? Well, it probably does. Instagram is a total blank to me. I'm older, and maybe I, I just need to learn more about it, I guess. I know what concise prayers are. Okay, let's In go fact, with concise prayers. Are, these, are we talking word. about short prayers? Yeah, short. Okay, short mm-hmm. prayers. Short, written prayers. Okay. So we add that to it. And what I'm saying is they enhance the practice of communing with God throughout the day. Oh, my goodness. Who does written prayers? Well, this is something new for me. Do okay. You, do you know, what is it? Is a work in progress? Is, is it progress is or phrase? process? I think it's a work in progress. People say that I'm a work in progress, meaning I'm not done. I just made a terrible mistake. And most of me is moving along, but they've still thought that needs work. I'm a work in progress. Okay, well, this this podcast is on a topic that is a work in progress in terms of myself. Okay. I'm learning about it. I'm kind of tickled because I'm enjoying what is going on, but I'm not an expert in this area. And I'm talking again about short Written prayers, concise. Okay. I don't know if there are any rules or not, but in my mind, I'm I'm thinking four, five, six sentences at the most. Okay, well, tell us about this short, concise, new prayer method that you're evolving and uh, learning about. You know, Karen, I, I think it began because of a concern I have for the country. Okay. I share this with many, many people. I'm not trying to give away any kind of a political position. I'm just saying that it bothers me that the leaders of our country can't even converse civilly with Uh one another. It's like two camps, and it's becoming more like that across the country. Uh And I know what it's like when you can't talk to somebody and you're trying to work on a joint project, and you you don't treat them civilly. Uh You don't treat them with respect. And so with a concern for the nation, I began to say, I'm not sure my prayers are adequate in terms Uh of what I'm saying to the Lord. And it would be terrible to think that maybe our prayers are becoming that way too. Lord, do get after or remove or show them or, you know, that... I don't go that direction at all. But I think that discourse seeps into our Christian practices, into our conversation. I mean, there are families who gathered for the last holidays and with trepidation because the moment you have a political conversation that starts you have divided families on different sides feeling strongly and they Mm -hmm. they ruined a family holiday or they're just things they can't talk about Mm -hmm. that's not where i'm coming from okay okay i'm coming from 
a great heartbreak for the land. Okay. It bothers me because I know what it can lead to. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I cherish America. Mm-hmm. I feel very keenly about it. So I began to write simple prayers. They weren't profound prayers at all. Kind of from the heart. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and there was always this element of a concern for the nation. I'll give uh-huh. you an example. I have many of these, and if it gets boring reading them, you have to stop me. But, okay. Uh, the first prayer I wrote was a simple prayer before a meal. I did this because I have a dear friend who I've been meeting for over three decades, breakfast once a month. I like him a lot because he's got a very good mind. And we take turns praying. I just was in a position where I couldn't get into words what I wanted to say that morning. So I came home and I thought, I'm going to write a prayer out. And this is how it turned out. It's not for you, so don't judge it whether it's how you would say it. This is how I say it. Thank you once again, Lord, for food on my table. In this land of the free, I have eaten many meals in a setting of peace and safety. Thank you for this remarkable privilege. I ask you to continue to protect this nation from external enemies and also from any internal ones. Guide our leaders in the difficult decisions they make. Amen. That's lovely. It's a very short prayer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next time we meet, I'll probably pray that. He'll close his eyes and I'll just read it. When you meet with your friend. Yeah, but I'm not wanting him to respond in any way. I'm wanting to be able to express what I feel so deeply, and I can't just do it spontaneously. Mm -hmm. So that was the first prayer I wrote. Again, that was probably five sentences, my guess is. Your Instagram prayer without a photo. There, Maybe God knows there you go. what you look like. You don't have to send him a photo. Maybe I'm not as ancient as I think I am. <laughs> but that that started a process of me writing these prayers, and I felt very, very good about them. And it's been a good exercise. I would say I have a routine prayer life. I pray twice a day for an extended period well, of time. Well, I think it would be good. I would say that you have a phenomenal prayer life because I live with you and I observe how often I interrupt you when you're <laughs> And I'm saying, whoops, sorry. I have have to agree that many times, sorry, Lord. Karen's Karen's here again. But um, well, we put this in the context of being 83 years of age, Mm -hmm. having developed uh, spiritual disciplines for decades, worked at them for decades. So you keep a list of all the people you're praying for, and I know that you pray for those people daily. Sometimes our grandchildren, I know, get prayed for a couple times a day. And that's your routine, and you have, you know, I'm sure you have a whole formula as far as praising God and asking for forgiveness and uh, confess, confessing your own sins. Yeah, that helps immensely in terms of, there's that passage in, uh, I think it's First Thessalonians 5, pray without ceasing. Yeah. Uh, the NIV translates it, pray continually. Okay. And I do that through the day. Uh-huh. But sometimes I feel like I'm just kind of, my mind just jumps there and then it jumps back again. And it's not nearly as satisfying. And I find I need something in between those extended prayer times and the pray without ceasing type of thing. You know, it's interesting now that I think about it. We just recently saw the Tom Hanks film. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood about Fred Rogers. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say? I think I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Well, the movie portrays Fred Rogers, who was Mr. Rogers on television. television. He's acted by Tom Hanks, who does a beautiful job portraying a a really good man. 
Rogers was a Presbyterian minister, and you don't get a preachy Christianese on that show. You just see what Christianity looks like and its tenderness and its love and its extraordinary respect for every individual, perhaps every created thing that God has, has made. And there's this one scene, that he, it's a, a, um, a beautiful day in the neighborhood, is the story of Fred Rogers' encounter in relationship with a skeptical, kind of jaded young reporter for Esquire magazine. They're and, doing a series on heroes. Yeah, a series on heroes. And it was, Fred what Rogers was it, 400 words? He's supposed to do 400 words? Yeah, I don't That's remember. like a page, typewritten page, and maybe a paragraph in mm-hmm. the next page. So this young man begins to meet Fred Rogers, and he's really trying to figure out if the guy's for real. And in time, that tenderness of Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, begins to meet the young man's deep woundedness. And we have the scene that you wanted me to tell about was uh, Rogers swam every day for exercise. You see him swimming back and forth in the pool. And with each stroke, he mentions a name out loud. It's very, very touching. And one of the names... He mentions the name because he's praying for them. He's, he's praying swimming. for them. Well, that's what he's doing. Well, yeah, thanks mm-hmm. for that clarification. But he mentions this young reporter's name. It's just very moving. And I thought, even if you didn't believe in prayer, you had no faith-based life, I think it would mean something to a wounded soul to know there's a caring person somewhere in the world who mentions your name. Before God. Before God. So it was, a, to me, a very moving film. It's very hard to portray goodness in this way so that your audience leans in. It doesn't feel manipulative. And yet that prayer scene with him, and you get the fact that Mr. Rogers was a good man and it came from a really holy place. But that scene going back in the back and forth in the pool made you realize why he cared so deeply. What was his capacity for caring deeply? Mm-hmm. It was this life of prayer, yeah. partly, I'm sure. Well, there's no question. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. And then I'm trying to bridge the, the extended periods of time with those kind of bullet prayers or Instagram prayers, if I use your analogy, with something that's a little bit in between, moving more toward the Instagram side mm-hmm. than the extended prayer times. I write these out. I, as a rule for myself, the longest one I've written has six sentences, and I try to hold it to four or five sentences. And so the idea is that you will pray these each day when you... I don't have to think them through every time. Okay. And the prayer before a meal, you know, Uh I'll get tired of that after Uh a while, and I'll set it aside, and I'll write a new one. This is a prayer for the start of another day. Okay. And it has that uh, sense of a concern for the country as well. I believe every day is a gift from you, Lord. Help me to treat this day as such. Thank you that I live in a country like America where personal freedom is valued. When this day comes to an end, I want to be able to say to you that I lived it well. Amen. (laughs) So again, it's it's coming back to that great appreciation for what this country has meant to me. Mm -hmm. And I want the Lord to know that and know that I care deeply about it, mm-hmm. and I, I would long for my children and my grandchildren to know this country the way I experienced it during my lifetime. So these prayers, again, rules I don't know, you know, and uh, I'm writing the prayers because I shared, I remember recently I shared one with you and you didn't like it, <laughs> but I'm not writing 
these <laughs> prayers for you. Was it about me, a prayer? It was prayer. about going to the grocery. Prayers oh, before going you know, to the grocery I, store. I said, why don't you let me do that one? Because I'm the one who buy, buys the groceries. Yeah, but you can, you go you can you, know, write your own prayer. That's fine. <laughs> you go to the grocery stores and you buy treats. That's not fair now. We're, we're talking about our walk with the Lord, not about, not about our flaws. But is it true? <laughs> Treats, right. Back to the back to the topic at hand. Okay. This is a prayer about getting ready for church. Sometimes, you know, you're wanting to be there before the service Often starts. It's a mat, the maddest time in every family. I mean that as far as busyness and craziness is to get dressed, get off, you know, put the food away. And if you have a family, kids in the car. So yeah. we lose in that moment kind of getting ourselves into a point where we can receive God's holy word to us. That's, that's well said. See if I capture that. Okay. Okay. This is for me again, and I'm just giving illustrations. If somebody says, could I have that prayer, I'd send it to them. But I'd say, this is my prayer. You'd have to say, God, I'm praying David's prayer. <laughs> and you, you write your own prayer, and you'll find that it's very helpful. Thank you for the marvelous privilege of living in a country where I have the freedom to worship as I please. Mm. I realize this is not the case for people in any number of nations around the world. I am most grateful for the congregation with which I have chosen to identify. I want to participate today with the awareness that you, God, will be in attendance with us. That truth alone fills me with anticipation. Hmm. That's lovely. Yeah, just really lovely. So each one of these prayers in some way recognizes the good fortune that is given to us in living in a country where we have had freedom, where there have there have been bad times in our American history and contentious times before. This isn't the first time we've had this contention. Right. So you're reminding yourself of those things that are good each time you do whatever that activity is you've read the, written this prayer for. That's great, honey. Lovely. Yeah. I I don't like, Karen, the finger-pointing mm-hmm. accusations that mm-hmm. have become so much a part of this country. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't care who one voted for. I don't like people being run down by others' words. Mm-hmm. I like to think of myself apart from that. Do you have... As a follower of Jesus and a part of his kingdom. Do you have a prayer for the newscasters? <laughs> I have that written down to do. Do you? I have a lot of prayers that I haven't gotten to. Objective newscasting is a day long gone. I, um, I don't have it that I'm praying for the media, but I have one that I'm kind of toying with about when I turn on the news. Uh-huh. So that's... that's so for yourself yeah, more right. than... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Have you written any? I did write one. It was just sort of throwing into my prayer journal. I didn't bring my prayer journal with me. I can probably reconstruct it. It was, Lord, uncover the errors of the ill-intended or the wicked. Uncover the errors of the wicked. Reveal the lies of the liar. Help me to be a person who does not have wickedness in my heart or a person who lies but seeks the truth and loves to be a truth teller, something like that. So what we're suggesting, I believe, and it, it's it's great to sort of get that in your head as far as, you know, these are not, this does, I wrote it out in my prayer journal by hand. We're not crafting art or poetry here. <laughs> therefore, therefore yourself. It's, it's for kind yourself. of awkward even reading it. So yeah, awkward. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's 
do it. And then I would suggest, uh, because I have it in my prayer journal and don't need my prayer journal. It's an eight and a half by 11 prayer journal. I don't carry it with me all the time. I'd suggest taking some of those things that seem to work, meet the need as you read them, the things that you've written that have come out of your heart that meet the need you have in your soul as you read them and slip them into, you know, I've been baking all morning. Put it on the baking cupboard door on the inside or the outside so that when I open it up, I'm reminded or little prayer cards at each place setting. We leave our table set. I always reset the table so I can put little place cards at each setting that have a prayer or have a card where people write out their own. That would be fun. Their own prayers before the meal. And then we read them around the table. That would be a lovely thing to do. It's a great idea. So Mm -hmm. just so that they don't get lost. A prayer beside the bed that we pray before we go to sleep. I'm not satisfied with it, so I don't want to even read it out loud yet. But I've been working on a prayer about the return of our Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's very meaningful. I can tell me. you're getting a little yeah. chuck choked up. I've struggled with it because uh, it's huge in uh-huh. my mind. Uh-huh. I remind the Lord, I think it's going to be the greatest day in the history of the world. Uh-huh. I may be alive, I don't know it would be neat, but I mean when Jesus comes back again. Yeah. That, that's absolutely phenomenal. And if it doesn't happen in my lifetime, I still am going to get a chance to be a part of the excitement of it all. You'll be one of the witnesses, right? I will be. That's <laughs> correct. Uh, it's almost like I can't get it into five sentences. Okay. Too overwhelming, too remarkable, so While you were talking about my going to the grocery prayer, <laughs> I wanted to go back and see what I wrote. So I have that with a prayer for shopping for groceries. <laughs> And you don't judge it. I I'm just keep my mouth judge shut. it because you tended to be nasty about it. <laughs> and I don't shop for the right things. I've just seen if I what my prayer was. We live in an amazing country, Lord. Our problem is not one of food shortages, but instead it's one of incredible abundance. As I shop, help me maintain a mindset of gratitude for the life I live. Grant wisdom to our nation's leaders. And thank you for blessing this land that I love. Amen. There's not a thing in there about treats. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was the (laughs) post-conversation. It's a beautiful prayer. What I'm saying to people is that concise written prayers help us to experience this presence of the Lord. And again, you write a prayer and you use it. And that's not exactly how I want it. So you change it. Mm -hmm. But it's just where you happen to be in that time. And it's the difference between the extended times when you can talk to the Lord. You don't have to worry about being concise in those times when your mind just quickly goes to someone's name and you name that name and bring that person before the Lord. It's possible some of those people you bring before the Lord, like Hanks when he's swimming as Mr. Rogers, that you write a prayer for that person and say, Lord, here's a little bit more what I feel about that mm-hmm. individual. No laws, no rules, anything. It's just a suggestion. It's an experiment. It's work an experiment in, in form. Yeah, a mm-hmm. work in practice. That's great. Yeah. So I, I think I'm done. I don't have anything more I want to share. Mm-hmm. Did I pass the Instagram part of it? <laughs> Do you know more about what Instagram no, is? I have to take you to the computer if, and show you. <laughs> if people know more about short written prayers... No more than I know about Instagram. I have failed totally in (laughs) what we've been talking about. I think you've done a pretty good job. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, the Lord be with you, friend. You've been listening to the Before We Go podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please remember to rate 
review, and share on whatever platform you listen. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Mainstay Ministries, Post Office Box 30, Wheaton, Illinois, 60189.